2: welcome thank you very much
1: for downloading
2: the manchester city football social for this show uh, we can only manage to talk about three of the four competitions that we're currently in you know because there's a lot to cover and we've only got an hour yeah so we've had to park the premier league but you will hear us talking about the fa cup that we're still in the champions league that we're still in and the carabao cup final that we're still in
3: manchester city football social with blue moon rising Hello and welcome to the Manchester
4: Football Social. We're locked in until 7 o'clock. I didn't know I was doing that intro then, so I nearly <laughs> missed it. I'm going to be honest. My name is Stephen McInerney. I'm here with the wonderful Anton Natalie Pike uh, until 7 o'clock. We're talking Manchester City Football Club all night. Uh, and it's back on the Moon Rising Show. I've not said that for a long time, but it feels quite nice. Guys, we want you involved tonight. I can't remember the text number. Someone want to jump in and tell me what it is? And the mobile phone number, you want to ring in? 0345.
2: time. 1117625. You mean uh, there we go. It's a team high effort. High five? It's you mean a team it's not effort. etched on your brain yet? Uh,
4: uh, uh, yeah, I'm sorry, I'll make at, it up for next time. At <laughs> MCR Footy Social on Twitter. So tonight we're talking about loads of things, mainly about how Manchester City are really, really good at cup competitions, because we're in all of them still. Uh, Nat, how are you doing? You're right.
2: Yes, I'm wonderful. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to speaking about all of the cup competitions that we're in, having a little preview of the Schalke game. We've got Sam Lee who's going to be coming on the phone. He is, of course, right now in Pepsi press conference over in Schalke so he's going to be coming on the phone once that's ended to tell us what Pep's been saying and then obviously we're going to look ahead I don't know and is something happening on Sunday or, or oh just... I
5: don't know hang on so my mum's coming around we having a roast dinner um, what else was there
4: oh just um, um, some, some cup competition apparently something yeah. like that
5: no it's a trophy isn't it um
2: <laughs> this is that's genius. right we are yeah that could have gone on for a while we are all heading down again uh, to london well, you to are wembley. I'm, I'm staying oh, here yeah. i'm doing the show Do you know what that i felt like rubbing salt into your wounds and is working the show on sunday night but Stephen and i are heading down to wembley so later on we're going to be talking about that as well but
4: it's good, isn't it? Yeah. Life is good.
2: Busy, but we're going to we... start the show with
4: the FA Cup. I reckon the draw has Lovely. been announced. Obviously, it's a very favourable draw for Manchester City. We've got uh, a team that many people would say once again is, is pretty easy. Uh, uh, and those hot balls are doing us a favour, aren't they? According to some, anyway. But um, the draw, uh, we will go through the draw once again. United have got Wolves away. City have got Swansea away. And then we avoid two Premier League teams in Palace and Watford. Then Mill will get Brighton. Um, and what's your take on that draw? Is it as good as people are saying? Though some people have been saying they would. Preferred to get United uh, out the way, kind of, you know, then maybe go for someone else in the final if we got there. What's your take on it? <laughs> you
5: see, the thing was a couple of weeks ago, everyone was saying the next two weeks are going to define our season because we had a, we had Arsenal, we had Chelsea, of course, we had the game getting us to, to the Cup Final as well, yeah, and then Schalke tomorrow, next stage in the in the Champions League, and uh, but the thing is, like everything in football, we came through that really well. And I was dead nervous about it before, but now I'm just more nervous again, you know, because we got (laughs) through it. And I'm like, it's still like, there's still more things that can go wrong. And um, I think, I think... Everyone keeps saying, oh, it's a potential it's a potential slip. You could go wrong. And obviously, I think we've all got very recent memories of last year, not so long ago, oh, against
4: Wigan. Sh- I never want to see the name Wigan again, ever. That's it so, haunts my dreams.
2: That's what I said on the Friday night show. I, we, when, on Friday, we were talking about the, the Newport game. And I was saying, I'm, I was, I'm nervous. And everybody laughed at me. And I was like, <laughs> because I can't get Wigan out my head. I
4: and- think um, for fans of a certain age, it's definitely a part of what makes us blues, really, isn't it? That inbuilt cynicism and fear of lower league teams. I, you, you and we've say- been there as well, so- so,
5: you say cynicism. I think it's just reality. reality I mean, yeah. Experience. Experience.
4: Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, to me, uh, the, the draw, like we've got, obviously, uh, Bersensley and next City lad who wants to come back, but Swansea aren't in great form at the moment, the 13th in the Championship. Um, and it looks like we've got a decent route to the final now. I'm expecting we'll play a pretty strong team. Uh, Do we all go along with that, personally? Yeah, well, I, th-
5: I think that's that's the thing that's in our favour, is... Um, Pep's not likely to be caught out because he's taking the games very, very seriously. And for me, my highlight of the game was, was actually afterwards and what he said about it because he came out and he said, you know, I get English football now. And it was almost like he wasn't complaining about it. He was saying it as a very positive thing. Normally we get these foreign managers they'll they'll come in and they'll talk about it and they'll complain about I sound like a politician they'll they, they, they'll complain about you know that we're not getting the protection or the style of football that they're playing but it was almost like he really enjoyed it and he and and he, he made no excuses for it and to be fair Newport were really really good i mean what was it 51 minutes before he managed to break yep. him down and that that header in that first half as well amazing
4: from Emerson according to certain commentators Edison even as it's <laughs> most likely called uh, but yeah no, I thought Newport did themselves um, they did have a lot of credit really and it was a really nice touch as well with Pep inviting them in afterwards and that's the kind of yeah. side of City that gets overlooked a little bit that kind of classy side uh, of Manchester City and Guardiola and the players uh, I mean for me now how how this is an important trophy obviously Pep hasn't won it for, and that is this kind of like a bit of a not a priority as such given the how do we balance all these trophies oh, there's so I many isn't there it's like where do you start
2: that's such a good question That is he's so tough because we really are in that fortunate position where we are in February, the end of February, and we're heading into into March, looking at still being in four trophies, possibly having already won one trophy. It's insane I don't know how you prioritize them I mean obviously we're in, in the final of the cup already on Sunday, so you want to win that now against the Chelsea side that you know was comprehensively beaten by us and then even more amazingly comprehensively beaten by United, so you're thinking that you know we should be able to be certain yeah. favourites for that.
5: But I think I think if there's something we have learnt as City fans, it's complacency can be a real downfall. And I think, you know, psychologically, they've got a hell of a thing to turn around and get that team out on Sunday from a Chelsea point of view. And remember, this is... In, in the last... I think it's just in this year so far, since so January, February, only two months into the year, something like Chelsea have conceded 1.4% of all the goals they've ever conceded
4: <laughs> in the Premier League it's mental come on city yeah. <laughs> that's, what, that's the city effect isn't it Really, these days
2: i like that yeah but on the favorable draw thing that you mentioned earlier and i've seen you know as soon as it happened you know actually my husband was one of those that said he wanted to draw united to get it out of the way yeah um as soon as it happened though you start seeing the the, the tweets come through saying that we've had the easy yeah, draw again yeah. now the response and i saw the blue moon <laughs> rising twitter with the response the response i saw was brilliant and it is just that you how can you say we get a favourable draw when we are through we've been in so many draws we're through to the final we're through to the quarterfinal you're saying we get favourable draws well who did you draw in the semi-final Liverpool who did you draw in the quarterfinal like you're not in it because you didn't take it seriously so don't give us flack now yeah. are we
4: now in a situation where we can actually take all these trophies uh, seriously at the same time because you look at back, back to Pep's first squad he had an Asian bunch of fullbacks there and now he's he has essentially got two players for every position apart from maybe the Finlandino role he largely does have a world-class squad full of quality players. And that's why we're seeing uh, the likes of, like, Gundogan Amaras and Gabriel Jesus who start against lower league teams because we have that depth. Are we now kind of in a situation where we can make a, a concerted run at all these competitions and it but, not be too, uh, you know, affecting our chances in Champions League or the Premier League? Well, we already are. And well, that's, yeah. where, that's where we are right now. Is it the now, first time, that we've been able to do this?
5: Well yeah, I guess so because this this time last year we were out of the FA Cup by this point, you oh, know. Wigan. It's,
4: yeah.
6: Again it comes back again
4: don't, <laughs> don't
5: mention the Wigan. <laughs> uh, but I I think you know it, it's obviously it's a team that has shaped been shaped and has grown and I think if anything we've seen something happen in football and just not just with Man City, but I think in the last couple of years and and for me it was really prevalent in the World Cup this year. The World Cup this year was not about superstars. It was about teams. It was about teams that really came together. And what we've seen, the difference, we just look across the road as well, what's happened with the United, for whatever the reasons were behind that, they weren't a team before Christmas and now they're playing like a team and look at the difference that's having in their results
2: oh I like that I like that thinking and we certainly are playing like a team the team spirit seems to be great the the team bonding seems to be brilliant and what I love about our team at the minute is that it's a team full of absolute world class players but none of them are bigger than each other if, if, if you know what I mean obviously KDB's world class David Silver's world class yeah. and then you've got Bernardo Silva who's arguably and you know as Pep said one of the best players in the Premier League this season it's a team of world-class players. So, yes, Stephen, I think we can fairly compete for four competitions. I love the
4: aggressive point of me drawing that as
5: well. You couldn't see on the radio. Yes! It was was (laughs) so enthusiastic. The difference between this this season and last season is when people started talking about the quadruple, you know, Pep was saying no, the players were saying no, we were saying, oh, it'll be nice, but no. But this year there seems to be this belief coming around about it. Uh, the question is, is like, where do you go from there? John's on the line. John, what do you think will happen if City go and win the quadruple this season?
6: Uh, well, I think firstly, Man United fans will have a breakdown. I like you, John, already. And as someone who grew up in Scotland in the 90s, that would be very enjoyable for me to not hear about the treble from my pals anymore. <laughs> Well,
2: that would be joy to us all. <laughs>
6: yeah, I think so. I, I I think so. I was I was saying on to the guy earlier on. I do I do my coaching licences, and when you when you see a lot of people coming in from Europe to do their licences, they do a lot of them do talk about like retiring and finishing up in the fifties. Like, it's not like this. It seems like a pure foreign concept when we've seen, like, Wenger and Ferguson just keep him ploughing into their 70s. And it just seems like a foreign concept to them. And I've seen interviews and I've read his book where Guardiola said that he would like to go back to Barcelona's B-team before he's 60. So, seeing he was going to stick around for 20 years at City and try and destroy Man title record as well, <laughs> I just don't really see what else there is to achieve.
4: So you think in general that after well say 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 the miracle happened, right? and and, and that and the country turned blue and Manchester City swept ball to throw for both the trophies this season. I mean, I'm praying for that day, but do you think then essentially if that happened, Pet would just ride off on this glorious Mancunian kind of covered horse thing into the sunset and like just disappear forever?
6: I think he would want I think he would want a few back to back titles. I think he would want to try and get maybe four or five in a row of the titles and try and put that one to bed as well. And I think he'd like yeah. to see I think you'd like to see Foden probably develop as a better player because you don't want something like Phil Foden to appear on your first team and then you don't get to see the benefits of him when he hits eighteen, nineteen, twenty. 19,
4: 20. Yeah, I would agree with that because Pep is obviously quite an emotional person in, in the best possible way in terms of I think you would like to be there and blossom and see Foden blossom into a first team player. I mean, I, I, I'm personally and I throw it to the guys in the studio as well. I personally if we did win, I mean, it's a glorious kind of vision of the future It happened, so I wouldn't complain either way. But if we did do that, I mean, I think Pet would stay around because I think he would be, see it as a start of something special, you know, as opposed to the, a closing chapter.
5: Well, if I was to put myself in his shoes and it was me and, you know, I've just won Premier League for the second time in a row, Cabo Cup for the second time in a row, FA Cup, and then the Champions League, I'm out. I'm just stopping. I'm going to live off that for the rest of my life. I'm just going to walk away because if you do that, literally, you, you will never pay for another drink again, right?
2: You, you, <laughs> but it's like that. You, Are you going it, to stop being a City fan then if you win the quad? Is that what no, I'm No, no, I'm not going to be
5: stopped. Well, I might just, you know, the time stops. I'm, I'm there, I'm there, and I'm happy, and you know what? That's, what more can you do? Because after that, it can only go downhill.
2: John, do you yeah, think I mean, we've got a chance?
6: I think he's a very good chance I'm just, I'm just laughing because I, I go down to Manchester a lot for gigs and I know a lot of Man City fans and I'm just laughing thinking see if City do win four trophies there'll still be City fans talking about that playoff final <laughs> that's so true hey it?
2: don't say anything about that playoff final
4: <laughs> be people moaning about Gundogan still somehow or something like that but that's what we do really I think that's what makes us I like to think quite charming in a way you know like we're eternal pessimists with an optimistic streak that's the way I like to see it Yeah,
6: um, of
5: course it could I'll go wrong tomorrow. Now you know we yeah, have no. a terrible first no, leg.
6: No, that's not happening. Oh, <laughs> see was... when, just see, see when you've got a bench that brings on David silver <laughs> I honestly felt sorry.
2: I know, I know. Yeah, and in that game when we played Burton, and we were nine nil up, and we were bringing world-class <laughs> players on. Yeah, totally. But thank you, John. Thank you so much. Best of luck with all your coaching um, licences. Hopefully, we'll see. You. We'll see you managing someone in the future.
6: Hopefully. Thanks very much for having us
2: on. Thanks, John. Bye. Phew, Do you know what? When you asked him there, what you think could happen if we won the quad? In my head, I suddenly started to think, what does is, Pep, is someone saying Pep's going to leave? Oh my God, is Pep going to leave?
4: you oh, have a slight kind of face flashbacks yeah, yeah. And Just some PTSD. But the, but the
5: reality is, is one day he will, he will have to. No, leave. He won't. no. No, no but the, don't you think it would be better if Pep left? on his own terms, like he's done before the other clubs he's managed, rather than get into a situation where the expectation was too great. Maybe we had a season where we didn't pick anything up and there was pressure from certain parts and he left under a cloud. Oh, God forbid, as happens in the Premier League with money, he was fired.
4: I'm I'm cryogenically freezing him. That's what I'm doing. He's going nowhere. Do you remember like Futurama? Austin, when Austin you have the seven pa- heads in glasses. <laughs> That's what I'm doing. That's my plan with Pep.
5: Oh, I didn't think future armor. My image then in my head was Austin Powers
2: and just
4: Pep <laughs> coming back Pep in 50 years going, baby!
2: <laughs> See, my, in my head, it was Star Wars. That tells you a lot about all three of
1: us. <laughs> well, there we
4: go. There's a generational divide there. But I think we're a long way uh, from worrying about Pep Guardiola's future anyway because at the moment, the present is really, really glorious. I mean, for me, um, I'm looking forward to... Uh, I'm looking forward to all these games, essentially. But this Sunday, obviously, we'll get onto that soon. Uh, but finally, I mean, what uh, what's your take on Swansea, particularly as a team in general? Will we get past them?
2: Yeah, I mean, as always, it's it's ridiculous. I can sit here and say we're a team of world class players. We're playing amazing. I think we can wa- win four trophies. And then all of a sudden, I think about a cup competition and a lower league team, and I start panicking. And we've said it a few times. It's that Wigan effect. Yeah. I think um, they're probably the best team we could have drawn. Absolutely. Um, and I also think we'll take it deadly serious. We'll put a full team out. We'll take it serious, and um, we'll and, and we'll hopefully win. Oh God, and I don't even like saying it out loud. But I
5: think I think the theory is there is because we've we've had really big slip ups in the league this season. Obviously, you know, Palace came from nowhere, shocked us. Then we had Leicester, and then of course Newcastle as well that came from nowhere and really shook the balance. And the the in the league, you can come back from that, which we have. Right. And we're still, it's only on goal difference, but we're back on top. But in a cup competition, if that happens, if we'd had Palace in the cup, that was my fear of getting Palace in this round just because of that psychological effect. Because if you slip up in the cup competition, that's it. It's game over. You're out of it.
2: We can, we can, we can. <laughs> It's like Beetlejuice. Don't say it three times. (laughs) Well, so that's the FA Cup well and truly covered. We're feeling massively optimistic. We're happy with the draw. And uh, yeah, we're we're all good in the studio. Now, there's another competition that obviously we're in that we'll be playing tomorrow night against Schalke. And that's that little old elusive Champions League. So we're going to talk about that thoroughly in a minute. And hopefully we'll be getting Sam Lee on the phone who can tell us what's happened at Pep Guardiola's press conference.
3: Manchester City Football Social. Subscribe to the podcast Now and never miss a show. Manchester City Football Social with Blue Moon Rising. So good evening in the studio
5: tonight, Steve McInery, uh, Natalie Pike and myself, Ant McGinley. It is the Manchester City Football Social with Blue Moon Rising. If you want to get in touch and you get your airs viewed, no, your views aired. Is
6: that
5: the right way? Airs <laughs> <laughs> viewed? Uh, I have really. Either, either. Yeah. Fur, yeah. Spro- either. Spoonerisms all the way around. 87711 on the text. You can get us on social media at MCR Footy Social or 0345 Gets you through to our very handsome James on the phone. And uh, we'll even call you straight back if you like. Uh, so we're talking all things City, as this is The City Show, and it's a good time to be a City fan. It's glorious. It is glorious. Uh, we're still in four... We were talking about this. We're in four competitions, but they're not all cups, because three are cups and one's a trophy, even though the one that is a trophy <laughs> is a cup, which is the Premier League. I
2: feel like it's probably the most boring discussion we've <laughs> ever had, but it's valuable, yeah, yeah. And then we started talking about plates, so...
4: So yes. Sam, I think we've got Sam Lee on the phone waiting. Is that right? Sam, how are you doing, man?
7: Yeah, not too bad. Here, not too bad. Not too much I can wade in with on the old trophy versus cup debate. I say it's all silverware. It as helpful as possible.
4: <laughs> Sam, yeah. now not you're easy. over, obviously, in Schalke. Is that correct for the um, yeah. for the game tomorrow? And you've just been to the press that's conference. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah. And what I know, Pep can be in funny moods in some press conferences, and you've been the butt of some of his um, uh, uh, like kind of phrases, put it that way. Sometimes, um, yeah, what, what kind of mood well, was he in ahead of this game?
7: Uh, Playful, I think. Oh, that's good. Um, yeah, kind of, kind of entertaining, light-hearted. Pep. Um, he did the classic thing of, I mean, if you follow his press conferences, you'll have probably seen. You know, he'll, he'll, you'll think he's finished answering. Someone else will go to ask a question, and then he'll just carry on and carry on. And he might even throw him in a couple of barbs um, just for for good measure. So he was asked a straightforward question about Gabriel Jesus and Stones being injured and he explained what the problem was and then he carried on on this long thing about oh yeah they've played 25 games in three months at the end of the season they'll have a couple of weeks off because you know Otherwise, we'll be accused of destroying the competition. So we will go to China. We'll have to, you know, take the game seriously because it's against Premier League teams. And then maybe FIFA will invent another competition just so that <laughs> the teams can play a bit more. So it, it was that. It was that kind of pep today. It was not kind of not irritable and not moody or anything like that. Just yeah, playful, I suppose. and Maybe that reflects a bit of confidence in the game tomorrow.
4: So, other than a couple of players that are out there, so Stones and Jesus, did he say if it was serious or was it just like a, you know a week or two kind of thing? Do you think they'll be involved in the
7: Europa yeah, final? He, well, he said not not big problem, but big enough to not travel. So okay. he didn't rule them out or in for the weekend, but it doesn't sound like they're definitely out at least.
4: Was there any um, general kind of uh, questions or about his approach for this game and how he will take Schalke? Because obviously they're not in great form at the moment in the Bundesliga, but it's the Champions League, and I know how much he respects the competition.
7: Uh, well, I suppose the best way to sum it up was De Bruyne was in the press conference as well. And part of one of his answers was, you know, we're always going to play the same way with Pep. Everyone knows that. It's not going to change. So that's probably answered the question for tomorrow. And Guardiola himself said you know, the aim is obviously to play, to play a good game, but to score. He says, you know, we need to score a minimum of one goal. And he was asked another point about away goals and all that kind of thing. So, you know, he knows the importance of that and City are obviously going to attack and try to play their game and have the ball. I'm, I'm sure he'll be cautious of the counter-attack because, you know, he, he played there a couple of times. And I think he mentioned yeah. in German um, when he was at Bayern, he suffered a couple of times in the stadium. But, you know, the counter-attack is always an option against City and he always guards against it pretty well. So, yeah, I mean, I think, I think he must be pretty confident of a win. And yeah, to answer your question, I think he's going to go and attack.
2: And it, did he have um, some special words for for Bernardo oh. Silva?
7: Very special, yeah. It's one of those moments where it's like, find a guy who loves you as much as <laughs> or, uh, Bernardo Silva, kind of thing. <laughs> what I <laughs> mean. It, it went on for ages. Like there was, yeah, I think it was a Portuguese reporter who asked him about Bernardo Silva and whether he'll be the next big star of the Portuguese national team. And he he started off saying he is the big star already. <laughs> oh, on. Yeah, I know. I mean, that a goes bear. back to you know when he was when he was talking about the best teams of the last decade, and you know he didn't mention Madrid, and in Madrid they all went mad. So <laughs> I wonder if they'll do similar now because he hasn't mentioned Ronaldo. But yeah, and then he carried on talking about Bernardo, and it was all. You know, I'm such a lucky guy to have him. He's a lovely guy. Um, You know, even if he knows he doesn't play, doesn't do well sometimes with the ball, he runs more than everyone else. I'm lucky to have him in all the training sessions. Uh, I mean, I'll touch it on Twitter, but I can't remember now. But all I remember is he, he finished off again for the second time saying he's a lovely guy, and he actually said the words, I love him, at the end.
0: So- oh! <laughs> oh, that's so well, sweet. It, it,
7: uh, it was a proper love note for Bernardo Silva.
5: Yeah, it's still... Valentine's is still in the air. I, I can go <laughs> yeah, with that.
4: No, it's not far away, is yeah, it?
5: Sam, it's Sam, Can I ask you, is there any sort of sense of any danger posed from Schalke that we should be aware of, anything we should be looking <laughs> oh, out for?
7: Oh, God. I mean, I'm... <laughs> no i don't think so i don't think so i mean i don't want to come on and be one of these kind of arrogant british reporters who think <laughs> you know, that this, this lot I've got nothing to hurt city but i mean look if they get if they get their act together as a team and they come up with some kind of plan to press city and cut off spaces and i was saying this to see on the show last night um you know teams have kind of found a way to have a bit of joy against today. you know newcastle a couple of weeks ago but generally in the champions league you know even hoffenheim games they a tough game in Germany in the group stages. Leon did twice. So, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't rule out Schalke completely, but there's no there's no real danger, man. You know, there's no star player they need to keep eye on. I don't think there's anyone like Leroy Sané, for example, who was obviously there a couple of years ago. Yeah. Um, they're not doing particularly well in the Bundesliga. They were. they certainly weren't before their break. they come back and then they had a big draw and then they were just a, a goalless draw at the weekend. So, I mean, in all honesty, they're not up to much. And given our good City are in, yeah I mean I, I think it might be it might be tight going by that Offenheim game and the Lyon game but if City came to their groove I'd and even if they don't, I still think they're going to have too much. And you know, if Guardiola's talking about away goals, I certainly think they'll they'll get at least one to take back to Manchester.
2: You're obviously out there working, Sam. You're a, you're a journalist. You work for Goal.com. Um but yeah. you're there now. The game's not till tomorrow. Are you fancy? Are going to have a little a little drink out with some of the City fans? <laughs> have you seen many many around in Schalke yet for tonight?
7: Well, you know what? I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to lie to you. Normally, that's exactly what I do. And normally, <laughs> i I'd, I'd be out them. of this press conference already. Um, but it's, it's it's all a bit spread around this trip. Flew into Dusseldorf and the press conference is in Essen. I'm staying in Gelsenkirchen or south of Gelsenkirchen, So, not a big night plan tonight, I don't think. But I'm keeping an eye on the Liverpool game. It's, it's actually a game I want Liverpool to win, but without actually having to, you know, see it, I <laughs> think. <laughs> I think the chances of Liverpool not winning the Premier League would, would be helped by them going further in the Champions League. So I'd quite like Ooh. them to win. Oh, I see. Um,
4: That's an interesting take. I don't, that,
7: want, I don't want to actually support them in, in any kind of meaningful Ooh. way. It's, it's a weird one. I'd rather just watch Barca against Lyon. Because like I said earlier, Lyon are, are a decent side and Barca are Barca. So that would be interesting. So, yeah, after this, we'll do the usual post-conference thing of somebody Googling an Irish bar
4: and we'll go there it's always an Irish pass Sam quickly back oh, to that man, Liverpool thing it, uh, back to the Liverpool mm. point because uh, I've seen a few people say this about the best chance for City to win is if Liverpool is distracted in terms of if they go further through but um, I kind of personally subscribe to the theory that Liverpool are quite an emotional club and for their, their strengths mm. but that if, if they lose uh, and they go out to Champions League having one thing to focus on could be a bit too much for them to, to, to take because there's so much pressure on it like I mean is that a naive view from or do you I mean do you see it differently
7: than that I don't think it's naive mate Um, I I just see it differently in the sense I mean I agree with you in terms of uh, the passion and kind of the pressure that that might bring but I also think there's a lot of proper physical factors of having to have a big game and you know, the mental factors of preparing for it. You know, yeah, they can't think about United now at the weekend. They've got to think about Bayern Munich. They've got to take that seriously. Then they've got to go and play at Bayern Munich. And you talk about them being like an emotional club. They're going to, well, I guess they're going to play 100 miles an hour tonight, like they did against PSG. And surely from City's point of view, the longer they have to do that, you yeah. know, if they've got to prepare a game against Real Madrid in April, which is, I think, when the next round starts... I I think that would be the best bet for City because you don't want them putting their feet up thinking about, I don't know, a difficult away game or wherever they have to be. You'd rather they were having to think about how they're going to stop, you know, Galfair and Benzema and Vinicius Junior, people like that. So, yeah, I'm I'm definitely of the opinion that the longer Liverpool go in uh, the Champions League, the better for everyone as long as they don't win it.
5: Do you think it's a case of maybe like blind optimism versus incredible pessimism in that a lot of Liverpool fans passionately believe that they are the best team in the world, even though they haven't got the trophies to back it up recently? Whereas for a lot of City fans, we've got the trophies in the last seven years to back it up, yet we've still got this mindset of it's going to go all wrong at some point.
7: Well, I think this is a deep psychological study of the human psyche, I think. I'm not not really sure I'm qualified. Um, to go into especially as I don't support either club, I don't want to stray into offended of everyone although I did just spend the last couple of minutes saying oh, I don't want Liverpool to win anything this season um, but yeah I, I just think it's it's a bit of a quirk in the mentality of, of the two fans isn't it you know City fans are very self effacing is that the word is that the phrase very down to earth and you know like kind of just negative and generally pessimistic, you know, <laughs> as as a general fan base, I think. But you know, in kind of in a in an endearing kind of city way. I hope you appreciate what I mean by that. whereas it was with Liverpool, you're right. It's yeah. the complete opposite. It's all, you know, they are the best they're the best fan base and you know you've got to come to this game early and bring all your flags and blah 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 and you know they do that and they they get a good atmosphere for these big games whereas if you do that the City people aren't that bothered you know it's it's just kind of like we'll, we'll turn up whenever we want we, if we miss the first five minutes, we then whatever. And yeah, it is just it's just a difference in the fan base. And I suppose what you'd rather have is the best team and I think and the we, fan base, you know, who are true to themselves rather than the second best team and the fan base who are trying to over hype everything. I think. Yeah.
2: Yes, yeah, Sam. I said a minute ago, I was nervous about Swansea. I was nervous about Newport at the weekend, <laughs> exactly. and then in, in another breath, I, c- I know that we're in, we're absolutely incredible. But yeah, you just you just can't get rid of that sort of. Uh, I don't know if it's pessimistic, but that kind of that kind of re- yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I, re- I just remember. I remember what it was like growing up. <laughs> remember?
7: Well, yeah. you know, I mean, it's not unique to see you it do it, it, It's just one of those football fan things, isn't it? Everyone kind of thinks. Everyone thinks their football club does things the hard way. How often do you hear that said? But every, every football club fan thinks, that. and I'm sure most fans think if yeah, there's a big game, they're going to lose it. And that's just that's just how well. Maybe, maybe it's a British thing, but that that generally comes into it. But yeah, Liverpool are kind of different end of the scale when it comes to that kind of stuff. Sam,
4: thank you very much for calling in from uh, Schauker uh, or Gherkin. I can't even say that Galsing-Kirken. word. Galsing-Kirken. Go and find an Irish bar somewhere because you have earned oh, that fight, I reckon.
5: Yeah. Uh, how international is this fight? show? <laughs> Live from Manchester to Germany to an Irish bar.
4: <laughs> Sam, thanks well, very much,
7: mate. Place,
4: oh, really? Bars? Well, there we go. <laughs>
7: it's
4: now. Yeah, go enjoy go. your curry, Sam. Thanks, See you later, Sam. mate. Awesome uh, so guys, essentially, as we talked about for the past 10 minutes there, Schalke is an absolutely huge game for Manchester City and they aren't actually in great form. So if you don't really know, I'll give a bit of background on the current form. They're the 14th out of 18 teams in the Bundesliga. So um, I've lost myself in the headphones there. i was come back again. Uh, 14th out of 18 league teams in the, the Bundesliga at the moment. So uh, they're not in great form in general. They're a team that's struggling to uh, create chances and score goals. Uh, obviously as well, though, there is a bit of a link, isn't it? Uh, with the, the, the two there's teams. There's a couple the of
5: links between them because you've got... Um, and I'm still struggling to say his name now, Matthias Nastasic. That's the one. Yeah, so, and and you know what? When he was here, I really liked him as a player, but all I can remember about him now when I was thinking about it today is just that one moment, I think it was against Chelsea, where Joe Hart came running out of the ball and he headed it, and it was towards the end of the game, and it was an own goal, and I just remember how angry Joe Hart was. And it was like it was like somebody shouting at their dog. You know, there was that kind of, you know, when the dog's done something really bad and it was that kind of thing. And and he seemed to kind of be painted with that and he's left. But I think he's he's done all right since he's gone to Shelker, hasn't he?
4: Yeah, he's done okay in general. He's kind of found his level, in my opinion. I think he was a young talent that did pretty well for a while, but couldn't quite match up to see his level. And obviously, they got the old boy Leroy Sane as well now. Like He was their wonder kid, and we took him for what looks like a bargain 40 million these days. Uh, I mean, to me, he's got a start now. Can you see him... Maybe at the moment he's not a guaranteed starter, is he?
2: You have no idea what team we're ever going to start with, do you? Even in this instance where you would think that that Sane going back to his old club, um, you know, obviously he knows the club, he knows German football, would be a great move. You know, he's, there's always generally when you go back to somewhere before, there's always a feeling that you want to show them how good you are and yeah. you know impress the fans and impress all you know all, all the staff and everything, but. I have genuinely no idea what team we're going to start. I mean, when we played Arsenal and and we all seen the team, I don't think we you were able to actually work out the formation until we actually started playing, and then you were like, well, Fernandinho is a centre back?" Yeah. Like what?
4: Zinchenko so- left back at Chelsea out of nowhere. Yeah. I'm waiting for him to play a false goalkeeper. That's going to be the next one, isn't it? Edison's invented that role a long time ago. <laughs> <They> pretty much <laughs> owns it. Well,
2: there's,
5: there's somebody else. There's another link as well, and somebody I reckon he's got to play at some point tomorrow is Gundogan because he was actually let go by Schalke as an eight-year-old. <laughs> wow. Eight-year-old. The knowledge. <laughs> yeah. what, what possibly was his problem at eight? Like, not physical enough or something. Yeah. It's just, I, I don't know, just too too many smarties or something. I don't, I don't know what it was. Maybe he just wasn't paying attention, but for whatever reason. Revenge. Yeah, for so, for Kundawan. So, and he, he's joked about this, but the, there is that curse of the ex-player. So if you look at it that way and the ex-player always scores, it's going to be 2-1 to City because they've got one of ours and we've got Actually, two of theirs.
4: Actually, uh, I'm going to correct you there politely. They've got another one, Robbie Matondo, a young lad that is signed from us in January, who made his first Bundesliga start at the weekend, a young Welsh international, a lightning quick winger, which gives me uh, terrible thoughts because you remember when Patrick Roberts came back to City uh, with Celtic and he scored. Yeah. I've got real fear of Ravi Matondo and he was very polite about City today as well, actually in the press. He said that it's a great club, great team, but he just wanted to go somewhere he'd get a chance because he felt he's ready for it and he got it. Uh, so there is that kind of fear in general uh, of that young lad coming back. But I mean, to me, just looking at their form at the moment, looking at where they are in the league, we, we kind of don't really slip up often these days. I'm touching any form of wood I can find in the studio, but in general, we
2: do You're tend You're saying be... that in a season
5: that we've lost against Newcastle, Crystal Palace,
4: Leon, and Leicester.
2: Oh, uh, yeah, no, And but... absolutely smashed and... Chelsea.
4: Yeah, exactly. And we're not out of any cup competitions yet. Um... But that's because we've been lucky in
5: that we've lost games in competitions where we can lose them. we lost in the group stages of the Champions League and we've lost league games in the Premier League. Knockout competitions is was the problem last season. Wigan again for the 18th Oh My show. gosh! How many times have we said that? <laughs> but it's true, and so the at least thing we've got
2: we've been... two legs though, and we and obviously yeah. we're, you know we've got away goals in this yeah. instance. So if
5: it is, if it is like all the ex players score, it will be two two, and we'll I'll be quite happy with that.
2: Too, Great. So there we go. So that's the Champions League. We've done the Champions League. We've done the FA Cup. We've kind of decided randomly, can you believe it, to park the Premier League for this, for this show because there's too much to talk about. So the only one left to talk about now is the Carabao Cup and that is the cup final that is, of course, taking place on Sunday. And we'll also have a mention because it's not the only cup final that's taking place this week, as you will all know. City women are also in the final of their League Cup. So we'll have a look at those when we come back.
3: Manchester City Football Social subscribe to the podcast now and never miss a show
6: one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes
4: nice dress Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt
6: until you tried it on same goes for your health care
1: You have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at Airbnb.com slash host.
3: Manchester City Football Social with Blue Moon Rising.
4: Hello and welcome back to the Manchester Football Social. My name is Stephen McInerney. I'm here with Mrs. Natalie Pike and Aunt McGinley talking about Manchester City Football Club. We've got about fifteen minutes left. You could get involved if you still want to. Oh, three, four, five, treble one, seven, six, two, five, and eight, double seven, double one on the text if you want to get involved. Now we boxed off the FA Cup. We boxed off the Champions League. No time for the Premier League, but there is one big game still ahead of us at the weekend. It's the Carabao Cup final. The reigning champions, Manchester City, and to me. This is a big game because one, well, I'm going, so I'm looking forward to it, and so is that in the studio. And unfortunately, we'll yeah, be here I'm, behind the mic. I'm really worried about this
5: because you're both going to Wembley for that, and then we've just had Sam on, who's in Germany, and it's like I'm always stuck here holding the tea. Oh, oh poor right, Tiny violin no right now. You'll be alright. <laughs>
4: but anyway, this is a competition that many people, in my opinion, they look down on it a little bit. Uh, but for me, you get to win a trophy. You know, in mid-February, you know, towards uh, the business end of the season, and I, I like this competition. I think it's fun. Yeah. You see different things you see a young players play you go to some teams that you wouldn't normally go to now nah, are you excited for this game
2: love this competition love this co- I love any competition I was I went really super you, high <laughs> pitched didn't, there didn't by you? the way wow sorry like <laughs> yeah, so, so your glass broke there I apologize and um, that's how excited I'm about this final because any any competition that takes you to Wembley is special for me and although I'm going to put in brackets with the exception of the semi-final of the FA Cup yep. but we can probably hopefully we'll be talking about that in a few weeks time and I'll tell you why I hate the semi finals at Wembley but anyway any competition that where the final takes you to Wembley I am a big fan of I love a Wembley trip I love a trophy in February the momentum and the 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 positive feelings that gives you as a club to have won a trophy already I love it
4: Winning breeds success, in my be. Winning breeds winning because teams that are serial winners they get that taste for it, and it's like a drug. They want more yeah, of it. Momentum, don't they? momentum. Yeah. And for me, it's a massive part of what uh, makes being a football fan so much fun. Going to Wembley down there, not to rub it into one once again, but uh, it's, it's just so much fun. I cannot wait for it. Go. The thing is,
5: this is this, you've got to remember as well that this is not the first time we've gone to Wembley this season. We've already been to Wembley and won back in October against, against Chelsea, Spurs, against Spurs. Oh, sorry, I thought you went yes. to the Community Shield game. No, no, no. And so, the community, oh yeah. my goodness. So there we go. So we, we've already. Been been to Wembley and won twice, and then the opponents that we've got coming up, we just played them the other week, uh, thrashed them six 0 They look like they're falling apart. They've gone out of the FA Cup again. Sari is on the ropes. He's fighting for his life, and I'm really worried about this. Not because I <laughs> think, on. not because I think he's an animal in a corner and he's got lots to fight for, because he's fighting for his job. I don't want it to be all one-way traffic because that's Why? not. Because that's not what I find <laughs> should be.
4: I, I, want, I want. to spank him. I want to humiliate him. I am not <laughs> lie. Care. I want. It, I want have six 0 at half time because that that would be fun. Okay, what's
5: your favourite ever game as a city
4: fan? Oh
2: yeah, yeah. yeah. He's got to
4: see. Uh, obviously, when we win the, won the yeah. league or even. Once again, the playoffs. but
5: right, Anything from on, your top 10 games. Like, for example, coming back against United, Spurs 6-1. in the FA Cup. Yeah, all right. That was a little one-sided. And that was, mm, well, we but, played Huddersfield and we won 10-1. <laughs> all right, but it's, it's a cup final. And I want, it to, I, I want a little bit of drama. I want it to be like a little tension, a little up and down. I don't want it to be just like, oh, here we go again, another goal. I mean, great. I mean, great for the players. And we've got a system that can do that. We've got players that can do that. But as a cup final, I want it to be more of a spectacle.
4: For me, I see, the way I see it is that regardless of how you win the trophy, it's about winning the trophy. So if, if you win comfortably, essentially what it does mean is that we can stop being nervous a little bit towards the end of the game. And we also send a message, once again, because to send a message to the rest of the, uh, the Premier League, to Liverpool in particular, and to Swansea and everyone else we've got to play, uh, is that we're really focused. Uh, I kind of get where you're coming from, but for mm-hmm. me, I want to make a statement. And I think that's the best way we can get Liverpool at the moment, by making statements.
2: Yeah, I agree on that. Ultimately, though, I don't care. Yeah. I, I just want to win the trophy. <laughs> (laughs) want to take the trophy if it's the most boring 1-0 game ever I'll be like oh well we won the trophy
4: here's one for you because now essentially last season we saw Claudio Bravo starting the final and obviously Caballero a few years back Uh, a lot of people have been asking around on Twitter and saying like obviously Mouric has been playing in goal during the Carabao Cup games and Foden has been a big part of the competition yeah is it a bit unfair if all of a sudden they're dropped to the bench, given uh, you know how integral they've been to this team mm. so far? Because that, for me, is, is a difficult decision because Foden recently hasn't been in a lot of the squads because of the, the strength, the depth we've got there. But for me, I don't know, it'd be a little bit harsh if he wasn't involved at all. And you surely has to start.
5: Well, the thing, I think the thing is, from, from the Foden point of view, I mean, every game he's playing, he, he's putting goals away. I mean, he, he's in for when he's... You know, I don't mean when they bring him on for the last two minutes, yeah. but when he's getting a game, I mean, he's scored... Carabao Cup, he scored in the FA Cup as well. I think Premier League's the only competition he's not scored in, but he's not had that much game time. And he's done all right in the Champions League as well when he's been on. So mm. I, I, I think Foden, it would be great for him. And it would be great as well, again, from the spectacle, to see that young English prospect as well. Potentially, you know, people are already talking about him as a, as a careers in England, international, potentially captain all one day. Oh, that's pie in the sky. But it'd just be great as well. As, as City fans, as somebody that now lives in Stockport as well, just be great to see that local lad going there and taking it to Wembley and doing nobody's lovely it.
2: Oh, idiots. Yeah. <laughs> I kind, I don't know. You know, I'm kind of on the fence again. Um, I can see it from what you're saying. It would be, a, it would be unfair. I, will, I imagine it would be quite demotivating for them to play in all the games and get taken out I in the cup final. Start, you know? I
4: think Mioch will start. But yeah. then on the
2: other side, like I really want to win this. Chel and, and regardless of what's happened, like you were saying, Chelsea, they're gonna come out at us. They're gonna wanna. This is their chance to turn the season around for them. At the minute, the season's looking like it could be an absolute disaster for them. But they win this, and it turns it around. They're coming out to get us back. So, in my head, I'm thinking, well, we've got to put the best team we've got out there, and that's Edison.
4: Edison and no folding, I guess, by your own admission there.
5: But the, the the mentality might be like that with the players, but what we've seen in terms of a manager with Sari, and we saw it again, I don't know if you watched the FA Cup game yesterday with, with United, is... He just stuck to his guns. They're two 0 down, and he brings off a defender, brings on another <laughs> defender because that's his system. That's the way he plays. And if Pep's worked him out and can do that, actually, you know what? You know, bring bring Muric into the game, bring Foden into the game. You know, bring the academy kids into the game because he's worked out the system. We'll, we'll wipe the floor with them if, if it's if it's a <laughs> no!
2: system. It's system. <laughs> safety first, boy. <laughs> safety first. We've got, got to some win.
4: Wild opinions in this game, man. I'm enjoying this, this, it. <laughs> this is why I'm not the manager
2: <laughs> yet.
4: But one (laughs) thing, for me... I think uh, a healthy compromise for Foden would to be in the squad in general because he has got us there. To not be in the A-team would be a little bit harsh. And if it means uh, a senior player missing out, personally, as an academy advocate, I think that's fair. I think he's been a big part of it, so he should mm. be involved in the squad. And I honestly think Murich might start because I think he, he did it with, you know, uh, Claudio Bravo last season, though he was more senior, admittedly. Um, and and, and Bravo played such a big
5: part in that competition <laughs> all the way right. through yeah, that as well. Mewritch penalties to, as well. Yeah, going back to Wolves as well with the penalties and the saves that he did in that, game that got us through which is probably the, the the closest we came to not winning that competition was the game with wolves so bravo was so important then. and i was for one i was very sad to see him pick up that any 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 player getting injured especially the Achilles that he had at the start of this season. Um, but he, he, I know he got a lot of bad press in his first season, but that was really good for I thought that was nice for him to show what he could do.
4: Here's one for you, Vincent Company. Now, obviously, he's back in training at the moment. He seems to be fit once again, but it seems to happen every single time you get close to Wembley. He's got this kind of ability just to get fit again near Wembley. You think of last season when he uh, played and surprised a few people with his performance against Arsenal. Like He was keeping up with Aubameyang, who's an absolute whippet of a player. I think he might be a surprise star if he's fit. I honestly think Pep values his leadership in these Definitely. kind of games.
2: love Vincent Company and I feel like he's, Vincent Kompany is really clever with his own fitness and his own ability yeah. at this stage. So, yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if we haven't seen him for a bit. He comes into the cup final and the best Just, player on yeah, the pitch. That's been in it, in it,
3: the it, it
5: might be moving towards the way it used to be with Spurs and Ledley King. In oh, that, that. You know, this, yeah, he doesn't train, yeah. Drain, yeah. I, I, I think potentially what we're going to have is because r- really the last big game that he had an impact with was Liverpool. And that was some. I mean, I want to say an impact. Sense, yeah. Oh, yeah, I want to say impact. He nearly, he nearly left his, his legs in somebody on that game. But the, I, so I, I think, I think we're going to see. I think we're going to see him on Sunday, right? And I think we're going to see him in a couple more games in the Premier League. United Derby, definitely. Yeah. Right. Whenever and, that's yeah, gonna be, and then and then <laughs> yeah. in, in big Champions League games, he will be that. He will be that, and I think that's you know because we've got the, the the cover around it. But I think he brings so much the presence, the the
2: just the power. Yeah, it is worth reminding people, as you mentioned there, that the, the Manchester derby was supposed to be on March the 16th, but that now is those FA Cup dates. So that game will be getting moved, but we don't know when yet because it's going to depend on how we both do in the Champions League as well. And um, just, I know we talk, we're talking about the Cup final, but it just comes to my head and I'd love to get your opinions on it quickly. Just to make it even more of a more special day for us on Sunday, them lot across the road are playing Liverpool before our Cup final. Ooh. That would just top the day right off if they could.
4: Win, wouldn't it? Oh, I'd absolutely love it. I'm going to be sat there with a pint, uh, and it won't be somewhere watching that. Oh, nice, For Manchester United to win, I can't wait. After the Green Man, a weird sense,
2: though, right? Isn't that weird? Sure <laughs>
4: what? As well, looking at them last night, I think they can do this. I think they I think they want to do it for Manchester. And I think
5: as well, it, it's a bit of payback because back on January the third, they were all doing it for us when, when when we played them when we played Liverpool. All the United fans wanted us to win, and it is a weird sensation. Bizarre. It is a weird sensation, but I think we can do that
2: it's bizarre and it, it makes me just slightly slightly un- uncomfortable You're physically
4: ill
5: in this <laughs> year like, I get pass a shivers, yeah but I they mean, do want
2: them
4: to win It's weird that their fate the se- this, this season's fate could hold could rest United's hands so much in terms of ours and theirs but obviously that, that game will be re- rearranged and I looked as well at the fixer schedule uh, we've got an international break after that game so the, the earliest it's going to be played is three weeks after that match uh, so it could be like mid-April so we're looking at a couple of games Some, before the end of season Something's going to happen and it's all going to be bumped so it's like the last game of the, season, yes. or the last week of this season oh, I mean obviously it won't be the last game but it's going to be so so close yeah. to me I'm not sure I can handle that because uh, who knows <sighs> hopefully we've got it this. wrapped
2: up by that and we can all breathe but um, another game that's happening this weekend as well it's a super busy busy, exciting weekend there's another cup final happening this weekend and that is City Women and they are in the final it's the women's equivalent of, of the Carabao Cup it's, it's the Continental Cup final um, so if you didn't know City Women have made that to the final again It's the th- um, they're playing Arsenal and it's the third time They've actually played Arsenal in the final stage and um, they actually played Arsenal last season as well. Uh, they've previously won the trophies in 2014-2016 but they lost in the final last year. It's being played at Bramall Lane. It's quarter past 12 on Saturday. Now, if you have your tickets already, the club are actually putting on free coach travel to take anyone to Sheffield. So make a weekend, do two cup finals in a weekend. Oh, wow.
5: <laughs> and isn't that brilliant that the, the, the ladies team could actually win a trophy before the men's team this season as well. I think that's that's that's, it could
2: that's be something, a yeah. very
4: very bleak weekend, couldn't it?
2: Two trophies in a weekend that would be absolutely incredible. So uh to now
4: basically we've got a minute left so guys your your predictions for this Carabao Cup final how is it going to go? Personally I, I think I feel confident I think we'll win. I'm going to have a 3-1 I reckon.
2: 3-1 I was going to say that I think we'll win. I, I think we'll come out the traps fast and then I think Chelsea will get back into it a little bit. Um but yeah I'm 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 expecting to see either a cup or a trophy whatever we decide it is.
5: Um, on I, Sunday yeah I just want it to be an exciting game like blood and thunder that's what I'm looking for oh
4: see I think we'll get plenty of that I reckon though no, having said that um, Chelsea these, the fans are in turmoil they're absolutely yeah, going they need it they were calling to sack last night the game weren't they so yeah,
2: they need it uh, so yeah thank you so much for listening again we really appreciate your time whether you're listening live on XS Manchester or you've downloaded our podcast we really appreciate it we hope you've enjoyed the show and uh, hopefully we'll be, City will bring a trophy home so the next time that the Manchester City Football Social is on we'll be talking hopefully about our first trophy of the season. Come on! Come on. Come on! Come on!
3: Manchester City Football Social. Subscribe to the podcast now and never miss a show.
5: So then we did managed to do the show. We talked about the three different cups that we're in. And obviously there's the uh, Premier League, which we parked to one side. Next year when we do this show, it's going to be so much more complicated because we'll have to factor in don't, the, cha- the don't, world don't. champion don't. cup thing that FIFA <laughs> does as well. Uh,
4: I'm, I'm leaving, guys. See
2: ya. <laughs> Amazing. Thank you for listening. Do if you, if you haven't yet, please subscribe. Please give us five stars. Give us a little review. Happy days, everybody. Hopefully we'll speak to you next time when we've got at least one of the trophies sewn up. <laughs>